today on CityCast Madison. Did you know the word courage comes from the old French term for heart, courage? Well, Valentine's Day is next week, and picking a spot to eat and nabbing that reservation is not necessarily for the faint of heart. But what if you had a friend who ate at restaurants for a living, who knew the best secrets in all the new spots? Allow me to introduce you to that friend. Food editor extraordinaire for the Cap Times, Lindsay Christians is here to share her top recommendations. It's Thursday, February 9th. I'm Bianca Martin, and this is CityCast Madison, the podcast that gets local. Lindsay, hello. Hi. It's good to see you. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, so we are doing a special love week. Valentine's Day is coming up on Tuesday. Is there still time to make a reservation, you think? 100%. There's always time to make a reservation. There are places it might be easier to make a reservation than others. But my first piece of advice is if like if you're not a reservation type or you don't really know what you're going to be doing is go early and snag a seat at the bar. Eating at the bar is my favorite place to eat at a right. restaurant. I am a natural bar sitter. You get great service up there. You get a good perspective on the restaurant. We have some great bars around Madison. My other piece of advice would be to go somewhere there are other restaurants nearby so that if you don't for example, get into Papavaro because it's amazing, but it's cute and cozy and pretty small. We have done that and then ended up at Tempest just sure. right down the street. Um, and so there's a lot of little, you know, spots right around there. If you want to go to Bar Coralini, but they're a little bit busy, you can pop over to Mint Mark and put your name in. You, there are options that are nearby. So that's a pro tip. Well, you just named a few of my favorites. <laughs> and I'm thinking about sitting at the bar. Do any locations stand out to you as like, this is a good bar spot? Because to me, I immediately thought of Sardine, like in terms of their brunch. I actually sometimes prefer the bar. I don't know why, maybe because that vantage point. But like for folks who do, for whatever reason, their favorite restaurant, they can't put a reservation in, like what are the good bar spots? Sardine is definitely one. That zinc bar is beautiful. Um, we go there often for our anniversary and we just eat up at the bar, get, get a bottle of bubbles at the corner. Yeah. And you can kind of still see the lake. It's beautiful. I So Harvey House has several different bars and that's kind of a cool spot to go and sit up at the bar, post up. And where is that located? Because I keep hearing about Harvey House. I do. And I haven't been. Oh, yeah. It's on West Wash. It's the old depot. So it's near downtown. It's kind of like if you know where Cole Center is. Yeah. The yeah. parking lot sort of, sort of a join almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the old train depot on West Wash. It's beautiful. Uh, Bandit Tacos is there as well. So you can always like put your name in at Harvey House and go have a cocktail at Bandit or vice versa. Mm. You can have a cocktail over at Harvey House and then pop over and have tacos. So and also right down in that area is a brand new cocktail bar called Nitro. So that's one that I was just writing about interviewing the owners and they're doing a lot of 
experiential cocktails. Okay. So cocktails that have like smoke. They have this new fashioned cocktail where it's like all smoked and lovely. They have, you know, things that change color and coconut milk ice cubes that melt in the drink and just all these kind of fun things. So that place looks really cool. I haven't been there yet. Okay. So that's in case for whatever reason, your spots that we're about to get into like are full or someone's favorite spot. But do you have any you know, recommendations for restaurants for Valentine's Day, like your go-to, like not as a backup plan necessarily? Yeah. I mean, Papavaro is definitely one for me. I did mention that one already, but that's, it's a beautiful, lovely, romantic place. I I feel like they have always just wonderful food. It's Italian. And where is that? On uh, Wilson Street, West Wilson Street. Mm -hmm. Cadre is another favorite. That's French inspired. Evan Daniels is the chef and the owner over there. That's on the near West side kind of near Lombardino's, also a lovely place to go for Valentine's. Lombardino's is classic, Um, sort of Italian-American, has a little bit of a supper clubby vibe. Amara is brand new. That's over out at Hilldale. I have only been in there, I should clarify, I've only been in there for like a glass of wine and some dessert, but it's gorgeous. It's really beautiful, high ceilings. And again, in an area where there are other options for restaurants. So you can start one place and end another. This is kind of my theme tonight, I think. <laughs> or for the night, yeah. I should say. Why stop with one? Exactly. I'm just over here thinking, oh my God, you have the best job ever. <laughs> It's pretty fun. um, I'm not supposed to say this, but will you be my new best friend? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I haven't been to Amara. I've heard about that one. So something, you know, people are thinking about taking out their bae or, you know, their partner. What about for those of us who might consider taking themselves out solo? Ooh, that's a great question. So I feel like most places in Madison are pretty chill if you're by yourself. I often want to go somewhere when I'm going solo that I've been before, like where I feel like I can be a little bit of a regular. If I show up at Mint Mark, they know me. There's like a Polaroid of my husband and me uh, up, you know, up on their little wall. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, we, lo- we love it there. And Mint Mark's over in the Atwood area, right? Yeah, Atwood, Winnebago. So I would say if you're going to go out somewhere solo or you want to eat like, you know, just take yourself out on Valentine's Day, go somewhere that you know that you love, you know, a place that you that you go regularly, because you're going to get that warm welcome, you're going to kind of know a little bit the lay of the land. And that's going to depend on your neighborhood, right? And, and also your your tastes. For some folks, it's going to be fried chicken, you know, at mm-hmm. East Johnson Family Restaurant, somewhere sure. like that. For some folks, it's going to be a Salvatore's tomato pie or, you know, something over at Grandpa's. It's going to be different depending on who you are. If you're like a Ha Long Bay curry person, that's oh. going to be your self-care. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I am. So maybe I'll consider it. That's actually <laughs> yeah. a good idea. And that's a classic. Um, but yeah, I know that that's a growing thing. Like, take yourself out on a date. If you don't have a date, I mean, maybe you don't want to be around, you know, other folks. But I think that that might be fun. So another thing I really wanted to get in with you, because you track all of these things and you, you know, you get to go in and talk to people as they open up. What new Madison restaurants have opened up recently that you think folks should check out? So the first one is a little bit of a drive, but it's Seven Acre Dairy Company in Paoli, Wisconsin. So just south of here by a little bit. I was out there with Nick Mink, who used to be at Sitka Salmon. And when he was still like it was just it was the building was gutted. It was this old former dairy like cheese company had been for many, many years. This is in Paoli? Paoli, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
And they have completely renovated it. There's the Dairy Cafe and there's a restaurant called The Kitchen. They're brand new. They're just opening up. Um, It's a boutique hotel, like event space. It looks so cool. And they're going to be doing this micro butter plant. It's like a little micro dairy where they're going to be making butter. So for all the or the dairy state, Wisconsin doesn't have a lot of like artisan butter and artisan ice cream because of the amount of regulations we have around dairy. It's a whole thing. But this place is going to be doing butter and soft serve like that they make with their own milk and everything. So it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I've heard about this one um, coming up. So that sounds really, really special. Yeah. A couple others that I love that are relatively new. Turnkey is one from the folks that settle down downtown. Turnkey is on East Wash. It's the the former Fife's building. used to be Pasquale's for a little while. And it's just, it's got a great vibe in there. And the food is excellent. Chef Jocelyn Mink uh, is doing great work there and also at Settle Down. Um, she's just wonderful. Uh, and I love the the whole vibe there. Settle Down's burgers are so good. I know not everyone likes meat. Yeah, they have a version of it. But yeah, so what kind of food? What kind of food's that turnkey? So, I mean, I would say it's generally like New American, but you say you like the Settle Down Burger. One thing that I often do with Settle Down Burger and also at Turnkey is I sub in a veggie patty because theirs is so good because they have a great veggie burger there. All right. And I will just sub it in on the same prep as like the Settle Down Burger or the Turnkey Burger. So it's just, it's great. Good. Because there are a lot of vegetarians. Yeah. They have these smashed potatoes that they do there that is the same kind of way I make them at home where you like boil them and you smash them and you kind of fry them quick. And they have a similar thing at Jardine just down the way on East Wash, which has now gone fully plant-based. Oh, great. um, With their new chef. Yeah. So Jardine is not new, but the chef has only been there for maybe six, eight months. And his food is beautiful. 100% plant-based. It's just like lots of mushrooms and winter squash right now. Just he layers flavors and he like incorporates textures that you don't expect. And you don't even really realize that it's just, it's all vegan. Like it's, it's beautiful. His food is gorgeous. Other spots that you might want to check out that are relatively new. Prost is a new German themed uh, beer hall in a former church. That's on East Wash as well. It's close to the Capitol. Um, super high ceilings. I did a deep dive into the archive when they were opening that place. And apparently uh, one of the restaurants that used to be there, they would have people dressed up as monks, like a- actual monks <gasps> in the restaurant. And they would play like, you know, I don't know, like chanting music. Okay. It sounded so weird. Okay. Um, I need to talk to somebody who was like eating around Madison at that time because I'm like, this is fascinating. <laughs> um, there was Bellinis for a long time. A singular experience. Yeah, Bellinis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is that is new. They're doing like big pretzels. They're doing German beers. They're having a good time there. Hot Lunch is new on East Johnson Street. That's sort of vaguely 90s themed. A lot of Ninja Turtles art in there. I went and had um, a tuna sandwich there the other day. And I was like, this is this is pretty decent. Like, it's it's really fun. It's very, they, they you know, had soccer on the TV. Kind of had a bro vibe to me. Um, but, you know, fun if that's your jam. Yeah. They have those dirt cups. Do you remember dirt cups from the 90s? Yeah, with um like Oreo and... Uh... Yeah, and like the gummy worms. There's a restaurant with those now. Yes, yes. Okay, I love that. I've heard good things about the sandwiches, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about like Michelangelo and, and the Ninja Turtles. So, I don't know. It sounds like a vi- an- another vibe. I love we have so many vibes. And another new place I don't want to forget to mention. It's not technically a restaurant, but I'm a little in love with it. It's the Deliciouser, and that's at 931 East Main, which is where if you know where Old Sugar Distillery is in Madison, it's that same building. 
it's, it's sort of a business incubator over there. It used to be a Greyhound bus station and they renovated it years ago. And now there are a lot of artisan food businesses in there, like Quince and Apple is one. Um, Origin Bread, I think, had some space in there. So level five donuts. This has not yet been announced, but they're going to be moving in, I think, to a production space in there. So we're going to have more access to level five donuts, which is great. <gasps> yes. But the Deliciouser is wonderful. They're doing cooking classes there and they have all of their spices now beautifully displayed. I, if you're a home cook, if you like to cook, if you want to learn more about cooking, Patrick O'Halloran, the chef there, used to be the chef and owner of Lombardino's for many years. And it is just it's the happiest place in Madison for me right now. I love it there. Oh my gosh. Well, that that's those are high high level words for someone who is so informed about the food scene. So, the deliciouser. Are there any exciting new trends in the Madison food scene? Yeah, a couple. So, one I was thinking about is sort of the the trend toward pop-ups again. So you're seeing chefs, like the chefs from Mahan were popping up at Robin Room, for example. And Cordial on Park Park Street is talking about having some pop-ups. So Cordial on Park Street is uh, run by three industry veterans. It used to be, uh, I think, a third shift bar for a long time. Um, but they are working with J.R. McConaughey, who is a, a longtime bartender who had left Madison for a while. Now he's coming back. My old coworker and friend. Yeah. yeah. Also, really want to shout out quick that um, we had our party there. We had our launch party at Cordial. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a great spot, but also, you know, a place where they're going to be having some pop-ups with some interesting chefs. Robin Room has pop-ups. There's going to be a new spot called Hank's that's next door to the Muscle Lounge. Uh, that's But they've been doing pop-ups through there too, right? With meet people and having various collaborations over there. So pop-ups, I think, keep your eye out for those. Those are really fun. It's a great way to maybe taste the food of a chef that you haven't encountered before or get a preview of what a future brick and mortar might be. So that's one trend that I really like. The other new trend that I was sort of noticing in the past year is just kind of a little boomlet in South American food. So we have Mishki Peruvian over in Monona um, that's doing beautiful Peruvian food. Tacumia is in Middleton. They are a bakery and a cafe that's Brazilian. So those little yummy coconut treats, they're delicious. La Pollera Colombiana. I apologize for my pronunciation there. You did just fine, and as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Colombian restaurant uh, over where kind of 51 and 151 intersect where Ohm Indian used to be. That's a new Colombian spot, which is very cool. I love plantains in every form. So definitely going to be hitting that place up. And then La Tagara opened a second location out by Easttown Mall. And they're Venezuelan, mm -hmm. love their food, just really everything there is so delicious. So yeah. and a great place, I think, to swing by, like if you're, you know, if you're shopping for something or you're exhausted, you're out by Easttown, like La Tagara will restore you. So I'm yeah. thrilled about this trend. Very excited to be hearing about this South American infusion here. I want I want all every nation in the world represented here in Madison. That's that's <laughs> what I'm looking for. Um, before we wrap, I, I know you've mentioned a couple, but what restaurants are on the horizon uh, this year that you're excited about? So everyone was pretty sad when Brasserie V closed last year. And so some folks who loved the restaurant, who also happened to be restaurateurs, decided to take it over and they're opening a spot called One and Only on Monroe Street. Nice. Sort of near where, you know, Burke and Benham, that fish 
uh, company had been. By Trader Joe's. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's the folks from Born Barrel on the north side and the Flying Hound. They're going to be doing a, a, a new concept there. They're keeping a lot of what they loved and other people loved about Brasserie V. They just have a lot of affection for that space. Mm. So that's going to be kind of cool. I think that's coming in the spring or summer. Probably summer, given how everything has been going. Restaurants always take longer than anyone thinks. Rise Baking Company. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram. It's Debbie Buchanan from Mintmark. That's going to be hopefully opening in the spring. That is also over on Winnebago near the Baroque, uh, where Arts and Literature Laboratory used to be. That's a new bakery coming. That's going to be delightful. Uh, I've heard just a little bit about that, and we'll be writing about that when that opens. I mentioned Nitro Beverage Lounge, which had its grand opening on the 10th. Right. There's a pizza place that I've been following as closely as I possibly can because Alessandro Monticello from Papavro, he was with them for maybe, oh God, over a decade. And they had this pizza oven that they would like haul behind the cart, you know, the oh, tr- yeah, their yeah, truck yeah. or whatever. And so it was like a mobile pizza oven and they would pop up at like Stateline Distillery and festivals and stuff. And it's called It's Good For You. <laughs> And the name of the restaurant, I think, is also going to be It's Good For You. I just love it. I love that. That's good for you. Good for them yeah. for choosing that name. So I've been kind of, I've been following them as closely as I can because I'm I'm excited about that. And then uh, downtown, I don't know if I want to call this necessarily a restaurant graveyard, but there's been a lot of turnover in that former Blue Marlin space on North Hamilton. It's kind of this corner location, sort of funky. Right shaped but draper brothers chop house is the latest concept to try to make a go there they're going to hopefully be opening i think in the spring and that's coming from some of the folks at or one of the guys i should say at rare steakhouse you sure rare steakhouse and ivory room and is opening draper brothers chop house well Lindsay, you are just a downright well of information my goodness gracious I am so excited to know you now, and we now, I hope you listening, have plenty of options for places to go on Valentine's Day with your bae, with your bays, with yourself, or just coming up soon and things to look out for. So, Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's Lindsay Christians, food editor and arts reporter for The Cap Times. And if you want links to any of the new spots Lindsay mentioned, check out our show notes. And since we're talking about something lovely to do with your Valentine, what about doing something for your Valentine? Like giving them a shout out on our podcast. Maybe talking about that first moment you knew you were in love. Or your first date. Or even just recording a message to say, I love you. I just called to say I love you. Shout out, CB Wonder. (laughs) Leave us a voicemail and you may hear it played on our Valentine's Day show. Tomorrow is your deadline, Friday the 10th. So if you've thought about it but put it off, now's your moment. Our voicemail is 608-318-3367. Again, that's (laughs) 608-318-3367. And here's what else Madison's talking about. President Biden's first visit to Madison. Okay, technically DeForest. Fresh off his State of the Union speech, the president again called out some Republican members of Congress for wanting to make changes to Social Security, specifically our Senator Ron Johnson. 
Senator Johnson proposed a plan to have Congress approve funding for Social Security and Medicare every year, meaning it could become an annual political fight and be subject to cuts. And Madison School District Superintendent Carlton Jenkins is stepping down. Jenkins has run the district for three years, three of possibly the most turbulent years in recent history. He plans to spend more time with his three-year-old grandson. His resignation takes effect in July. And if you're looking for something to do tonight, Thursday, February 9th, there's a spoken word night hosted by local artist and community leader Rob Dees at Cafe Coda on Willie Street. Also tonight, our friends at WRT-FM and The Crystal Corner are hosting their annual Bob Marley birthday party. It's a benefit for local food pantries, so bring a can or box of your favorite food to share. DJs Kayla Cush, Vilas Park Sniper, and Top Break and Sound will be spinning. Plus, may I ask a favor? Madison Magazine has this contest to find the best things in Madison. If you like our show and you want to show us some love, we'd love it if you took a moment to vote us best podcast. You can also vote for our lovely newsletter partners, Madison Minutes. There are tons of categories, by the way. You do not have to fill them all out. The voting is online and you can check out our show notes for the link. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell someone who loves to cook you tasty things to subscribe to our podcast? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, à tout à l'heure. I just called to say I love you. I just called to say how much I care.